welcome to the summit week and to the mindfulness at IBM podcast both at the same time right today is Monday uh, and uh, it's the beginning of the main event of the year for the mindfulness community so I'm very happy about it right and I'm here with uh, with uh, Pat and Sabine so welcome and thank you for being here hello 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 uh, so Sabine is our guest, but he's also uh, one of the organizers of the summit, right? So you will find Sabine in some of the uh, session, in some of the practices and so on, right? Um, so we talk a lot about the summit. We have a lot of enrollment, right, from the community. Is there anything we should uh, still say, Pat, or something that people need still to to know, you think? I think just, you know, check out the schedule because it's never been this full of practices, daily practices of events, of speakers, yeah. and share. Share with your own communities, with your teams, share with partners, with clients. Um, and everyone's very welcomed and invited. Yeah. It's it's so nice. So there was like, like last week, there was this mental, mental health um, day that was actually you not know, too in the Sunday, like on the 10th of October. But but during the week, also in IBM, there were a lot of events of the for the mental health, right? Um, and uh, some of some were actually talking about mindfulness, and also mindfulness was there. Right? So we did some practice, and there were some people. I had actually one conversation with uh, an IBMer, and we we're talking about you know what is mindfulness, right? And uh, at the end, you ended up like actually I should do some more, right? I I I think it made sense, right? Um, so that's actually what is the summit about, right? It's just to tell you all about it, right? But it's more interesting, even I think the different perspectives of mindfulness are fascinating. Right? There are a lot of skeptical that tell you, you know, mindfulness is just, you know, for closing your eyes and relaxing. And it's actually not. There are so many uh, points uh, of uh, like improvement that you can do about your life, reality, work, capabilities, just thanks to the mindfulness practice. I don't know, Sabina, what, what's your view into the summit? Uh, I'm very excited about it. And as you mentioned, the uh, Mental Health Week, uh, yeah. had a number of announcements, also from Gabriele Schornetora. Mm -hmm. And we have a BRG, Positive Minds, and we do Wednesday, um, 11.30, Mm -hmm. um, a mindfulness session and nice. we have we got seven new participants on that week it was great that's cool there was an interesting session about uh, uh, talking about the humans and how we evolved right um, uh, to be uh, like to, like compared with there was this interesting conversation that, you know, if you talk, think about the monkeys, right? Uh, monkeys use the trees for uh, hiding, right? Um, but men are not able to hide in the trees. Generally, we're not so fast. Like, we are, we are not runners, so we are not fast runners. So the only option for us to, to be protected, right, is by connecting with others, right? That this is our strength as humans. And mindfulness is mostly about connection, right? So I found, uh, even if it wasn't mentioned in mindfulness in itself, but I really found like, actually, it makes sense, right? Mindfulness is one one of the things it does. It helps us to connect better with each other, right? Get get out of those walls that could be ego, could be, uh, you know, kind of distractions, 
uh, or you know, mental mind wandering and just open to a much better, uh, you know, uh, touch with, with mm -hmm. other humans. So that's nice. Cool. So enjoy the summit, enroll. Uh, even one session only would be worth to attend any of the session. If you can attend more, attend more. If you cannot attend any, because you're on holiday, right? Like some that I know, just enroll anyway, because we will add the playbacks, right? So you can also see the, the replays later. Also for the folks in Red Hat or Kindle, we will share with you a folder, uh, box folder where you will find all the replays. So every everything is going to be available for, for everyone that uh, that is being invited. Moving moving on uh, to you, Sabine. I you know I have the pleasure to meet you in in along the mindfulness journey in IBM. Um, but tell me what was your journey before getting into the mindfulness IBM community? Yeah, that's uh, something I was thinking already a few hours today. What was the the way? It was not a decision to say now I'm doing mindfulness. It was more my um, curiosity on a lot of things. Um, by, by my studies, I'm a, a computer scientist. So very logic, mathematical, um, physical. And at a certain point, I got in touch with mm, the strange things that are not logic, the strange things that <laughs> more, more spiritual, and that is um, um, a clash of views. So me coming from the logical part and then the other side. So I was curious and I, I started some seminars where I always got a bit in touch with some mindfulness practices. So before going into the, the topic of the seminar, the leader made some relaxation, some short breath exercise, etc., etc., and and that evolved. So more and more and and more. <laughs> and uh, one time I got um, one meditation or one. It's like a start in the day um, meditation that I like so much that I always use it when I have a real challenging task in front of me and I said well um, I need to, to put my mind into a, a certain setting to be able to do it um, what is in front of me even that I don't know the obstacles if I can overcome it or if there's something unknown that is happening something surprising so but the, the mind has to be open to observe what is there Often there are helpers just in front of us that we just need to identify and see, and that also requires this openness. And then a few um, years ago, I had not very much to do because my project was just finished and I had not a new one. It was uh, could spend some time exploring the intranet and I discovered the mindfulness website and Germany was empty so it was not taken by anybody um, doing something there and I contacted Patrick at that time said well Patrick um, <laughs> can't be that Germany as big as it is there's no, nothing happening with mindfulness so I want to do something 
And then I started very secretly and not very much known and not very much much uh, um, marketing around it. I started in Munich in the location. Say, well, let's do Friday morning a very short mindfulness session. I asked some colleagues that I know, and that was the start. That was the first session for IBM, and that was Friday morning. And then I started with eye relaxation because I learned eye relaxation methods. And I'm having glasses, but I never wanted to have reading glasses. So in, in the age, you know, everybody says it's normal to have reading glasses. So I don't want them. <laughs> I wanted to fight this. I started um, eye relaxation and that was the second session. And with the, the lockdowns and the home office, then... Um, I got into touch with the other ladies from the BRD Positive Mind, and we decided that we need to do more. And so it's, it came up with this BRG. And yeah, at the moment, I'm doing every day a session. And since this February, also every morning, a short yoga session with my colleagues. It started with a challenge because I told them, well, would you be willing one week, eight o'clock, have yoga? reaction was uh, well well okay one week we could do <laughs> and, then, and at the end of the week I asked him so how do you feel and how about an, another week and now you see we started in February and we still do it every morning wow what a journey what a journey mm. <laughs> nice yeah and I also um, have a, a very spiritual teacher. And um, one thing she told me about the yin and yang sign impressed me very, very much. Mm. Um, you know, the yin and yang sign, so it's this curvy part. And everybody knows this curvy part, right? Uh, so being white and, and black. And there are these small dots in the middle yeah. of the white is a black dot. And in the middle of the black is a white dot. Mm. Mm -hmm. And she told me, so I, I guess I observed it, but never came behind the real meaning. And she told me was, you have the white part and the center of the white is the black. Mm -hmm. And the center of the black is the white. So even if you think I want to be good, 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 I do the right, right, right. The center of the right is the wrong and vice versa. So, and that was so... <clears throat> Mm -hmm. surprising and that was a, a real wisdom which I care since then so I don't say that I can live this everywhere mm -hmm. every day far far away from that but I remember it so and that's mm -hmm. a good start balance hey, I think it's a, it's a concept of uh, also uh, to me it always tells me that perfection doesn't really exist like there are a lot of people that I know as well, colleagues, right, that are perfectionists, right, that they want to do things perfectly and do absolutely excellent. And that brings a lot of stress, a lot of unsatisfactoriness after that, because of course, perfection doesn't ever exist, like you can never achieve things that you design, right, there is always an acceptance behind it. That's actually what that symbol was always telling mm -hmm. me, right, that you can never aim for perfection, you just aim for the best you can do with the, the given resources, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. But think if, if you would accept the imperfection being the center of the perfection. Mm -hmm. So if you 
want to achieve perfection, you must be imperfect. So that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. For, for me, it was always that um, everything comes with a cost. Mm. So even the most good things that we do come with a cost. Uh, and that's kind of the, the yin and the yang. And I just one point, and then I have a question, is perhaps we're always searching for perfection, but perhaps perfection is just in the, in the present moment. You know, this, this life, this moment, this creation that's here right now. And the mind then jumps in and tries to push or pull or change things. And, and that's where all that perfection comes in. And you, you mentioned spirituality. And I'm wondering, does one need to be spiritual in order to practice mindfulness? No. Also, what is spirituality? If you can feel your stomach, um, that it's growing when you think of something, that's enough. If, mm. you, um, if you have feelings, if you are frightened sometimes, so that's a mindful exercise to feel your, your fear. It's mm. a mindful exercise to feel the sun. It's a mindful exercise to feel the darkness. So it's, you don't have to achieve something first before you go to mindfulness. No. Interesting. Yeah, but it's true that it's um, um, probably one of the main things that we are always telling uh, to anyone that comes to one of the practices, right, in, in the various practice group is uh, you shouldn't uh, think about anything spiritual when you think about mindfulness, right? It's not, it's not like helping you because you see like, you know, in Instagram or everywhere, you just see folks like talking about spirituality and then put in their meditation and mindfulness. And I, no, like bring mindfulness into the mind as only and only the capability for you to train that mind in a way that then you can be more in the present moment, right? All the rest is you making it, let's say, right? Or whatever you want to accept or whenever you want to add on, right? Uh, but it's like the sauce, is your personal sauce. But in the, the pasta as such is uh, just your mind and what your mind has to offer. Right. And it's, if you are open-minded, you find um, a reason or an option to practice in everything. Yeah. I once did a, um, a walk, just a short walk with my colleagues, and I asked them to not speak, <laughs> to not chat to each other, but just walk. And then we, we, we took a, a little path, and at the end I asked them how long it took us to walk here, and I said, well, about 20 minutes, and it was just 10 minutes. So do one thing and do it to a large amount of attention. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying 100%, but just this, then it seems like um, our time is longer. We feel the time is longer. So the 10-minute walk felt like 20 minutes, and that is giving us a lot of time. Yeah, it's... Uh it's fascinating how minds work and how, you know, this, the same sort of brain that, that has evolved can perceive different things in, in different ways. 
what I really like about mindfulness is that that you're the expert of your own experience. Yeah. And there's just tools and practices to make you more of an expert of your own experience, of your own attention, of your own body, of sensations, emotions. Uh, but like you're, you know, saying it's what are you paying attention to on that walk? Is it the walk, the feet, the sounds, the sensations, or is it all this other stuff that's also coming up in the mind, you know, the to-do lists, the things that happened and busy mind might seem like it's just, it's working harder. It's working more, which means that there's taking more time, but again, right. It's everyone's own, own experience. Mm -hmm. Time flies, many say, right? Or maybe, you know, when you have to wait at the, at the doctor, then the time never passes. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know how, what is the truth there, right? But, but it's true that you, uh, you can, I mean, the, the, another good thing of mindfulness is that you don't need actually to listen to us. You just can try, right? Just try, just sit down and start observing the wall. And then look at the wall, right? And and notice how long can you be there, just staring at the wall, doing nothing else, right? And if you can stay there for three hours, or if you can just stay there for three seconds, right? It depends on you and your quality of uh, and capability of really being still, right? And focus your attention. So and let me know how it was, right? And maybe if you practice more, and if you do this every day. Maybe the first day is just three seconds. Then after two weeks, it's going to be maybe three minutes. You can just stay in front of your wall, right? So that's the beauty. Neuroplasticity in action. So, Sabine, if, if you'd like, we'd, uh, we'd love for you to, uh, to lead us in a, in a practice. So we can get the, the week started and uh, ready and primed for, for the summit and all that screen time or all that listening time if ones will not be watching the screen. <laughs> yes, um, I was thinking of doing something for our eyes, which, well, we, we are staring at the screen, so the eyes are focused just here. They don't move a lot. <laughs> And it's very easy to still listen and um, move the eyes. So have the eyes move up, down, left, right. So we have muscles to move the eye up, a muscle to pull it down, pull it to the left, to the right, and the, the other four corners. Let's do it. Everybody can do it then while commuting in the bus, in the subway, why waiting at the doctor? <laughs> Why waiting for the coffee to run through the machine? That's very fast. So first look just to the distance straight away and look to the distance. And everybody should remove the glasses. <laughs> so not have a filter in front of the eye. Just look to the distance. You don't need to see something, you just look. And then you move your view upwards. So you look upwards to the ceiling. You keep your uh, face and head just straight and just look up as much as you can and observe if that's comfortable of the, or is there some uncomfort, discomfort. 
like can be that at a certain point that yeah, that's not so nice if I look just up. If that's coming, then blink, blink as often as you like. And now come back and look straight forward. Just look through the walls into the universe. You don't need to see something, just put your eyesight to endless and blink again. That's the relaxing part, the blinking and the looking into the distance. And now get ready to look to the floor. And if you decide to look to the floor, then you give the signal to your mind and that is supporting the action of the eye. So tell your eyes, you're going now look to the floor. Now move your view to the floor and just look further down as if you look between your, your feet and the, on the floor or even behind you. And blink with the eyes. Keep your eye, uh, keep your head straight just for the eye, the movement. Keep blinking and if you feel that it's really a bit Mm, have a tension somewhere, then just observe it and blink a bit more. And if it's going to be too much, then again look straight forward into the endless distance. That's what we do now as well. Just look to the distance straight. Put your eyes to looking into the universe, not needing need to see anything and blink a bit. Now we look as next to the left. Keep your eyes straight. Tell your, let your mind tell your eye to look to the left. And then have a look to the left, as far to the left as possible. There is like a shade. You see your nose because one eye, so the right eye looks a bit through the nose to the left and the left eye looks far away to the left. And if it's going to be a, feel attention, then blink and recognize if there is this tension being uncomfortable or if there's nothing. And now come back to the center and look straight forward into the universe. Blink again. And relax, take a breath. And now tell your eye, your both eyes, next you will look to the right. And now look to the right as much as you can. And again observe if that is comfortable or uncomfortable. If you want to pull a bit more to the right. And if it does have attention and blink with the eyes. And now come back and look straight into the universe again, far, far away. So that this were the, the four main directions. Now we have top right, down left, top left, down right as well. Make it a bit faster to keep in, in our schedule. So tell your eyes next. You will look top right, this direction here. Look there. Top right, as far as you can. So now, now more mus muscles are working together, not just one. Um, they have to work together to get the eye look up there. 
again, if it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable, then start blinking. And now come back to the center, relax, look into the distance, blink, and tell your eyes. Next, you will look to the bottom down left. And now move your eye view to there, to the floor on the left side. And perhaps you find now uh, a difference between the directions that you look. One is easier to look at, one's more difficult. And you know what you have to practice in the future. Keep blinking and return to the same time, look to the distance. Blinking, looking in the far, far away distance in the universe. So now tell you I, next, you will look to the ceiling on the left. And now look there, ceiling left, top left. Again, several eye muscles work together to give us the view to the top left ceiling. Blinking. If that is going to be a bit stressful for the eyes. And come back, look to the center and to the universe and tell your eye next, you will look to the bottom on the right. And now move your view, bottom right. Blink, if that's getting a bit stressful, a bit exhausting for the eye. Yeah, I'm almost there. This is the last direction, the last muscles that have to work together. But for this exercise. And now come to the center again, look to the universe and prepare for the final relaxation that is palming, which you can do always, always, every hour. During every meeting, when you don't have video on, rub your eyes, uh, rub your hands, sorry, rub your hands, your palms until they get warm. And then place the palm over your eyes, fingers crossed. You can lower your elbows to the table and relax there. And just observe the warm hand around the eye and the warmth going into the muscles and giving your eye muscle like a sauna, a relaxing warmth for the whole eye. And the eye bulb is sitting there like on a cotton pillow, completely relaxed. This you can do as long as you like, but to finish this off, keep your eyes closed. Lower your hands and then blink slowly and slightly like a butterfly who opens his wings and look around a bit and observe if something is different, if you see something which you haven't seen before the exercise. Whew. Exhausting. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it's like <laughs> like jogging for the eyes. Right. Thank but you it, for the sport. It's just looking in a direction. Right. You see, it's it's just looking up, down, left, right. You do it every day, but you never so, do it. So uh, once a day, and then your eyes are more relaxed. Let's say, right? Or I'm not going to need glasses relaxed. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That should be the that should be the target. Never, never practice without a target. Mm. You, your body has to know where to go, what it's, mm. what it's at the end. Nice. Thank you so much, Sabina, for being here and sharing uh, your story and also this nice practice. I hope you folks appreciate that. Uh, thank everyone for listening, as usual. Um, and so enjoy the summit. Uh, hopefully some of you will uh, come to the podcast and let us know in the next following weeks how you enjoyed the summit and what you liked about it. So, you know, you I, I just call all of you to just come and share. Uh, till then, uh, have a lovely rest of the week. Enjoy and uh, thank you, thank you. Bye. Thank you, Sean. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao.